that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Welcome to Love Lighthouse podcast, and this broadcast is for... Thursday. It is for the 4th of August 2022. And what I had come up in my mind there was the 4th of July, like just thinking about that, like, you know, a month earlier. It just seems like it's been so quick. Anyway, here we are for this. I'm recording this on the day before, actually. And I am recording this on Wednesday the 3rd. I have been keeping informed on some aspects of of what's um, going on. Normally, I trust everyone else to be getting on with with what they need to do. Um, But there are certain things which have come to my attention most particularly. And these two um, have been about the boy that's on life support and it was due was just stopped even yesterday or today but now the family have taken um, action with the ECHR and have submitted as far as I'm aware have submitted um, their points today there to the ECHR following um, losing a case with the UK Supreme Court. Okay, so the interesting thing with this is I did not, by mere human, um, you know, knowing alone, um, or at all rather, actually, um, in terms of that depth of detail, understand any of those timelines or know about those timelines. Okay, because I'm very focused, I have to be. It's really important. This is part of, um, you know, real sovereignty. But obviously, some things come back, um, to us, in terms of feedback. So, this did come back. It's really interesting though because I made a video on this day, for this day, about how there are going to be people that understand things from a numerical order, a very structured order or system. If you think about accountants, if you think about mathematicians, if you think about people like that, or even people in financial accountancy, any form of mathematics, anything like that, when you log in something into a calculator or into a computer, different data, different kind of numbers, for example. Let's just keep it simple. You take one number, you add it to another, you get one answer. It's so simple. It is a place where stability can be found, especially for those who seek it, need it especially, most especially, and want it. It's not a place of major creativity, although it can be found alongside creativity and other parts of of creative um, ways of being and and working in life, indeed. Um, But it, on its own, is not. It is very, very structured. 
one number, another number, do something with it, you're going to get that one particular answer. There's no room for manoeuvre, in other words. And this all came out today, for today's, would you believe it? Knew nothing as they say of the timeline or what was going to happen before. This is it's almost like prophecy, which can be linked, although it doesn't seem like it because these are not mathematicians, but these are people that are involved in medical science and understanding what they understand, what they know, and looking at things in a very, very structured, strategic manner. And that can be very, very helpful as well. Um, especially when you gather it together with regards to this child's very life of the possibilities of what might happen and therefore what action is best to take um, as a result of you know what's in that that child's best interest. It's completely understandable with as much respect and they do deserve that amount of respect, but there's not room really for creativity. They're not going to look at that because they do not want to look at the worst case scenario should that creativity, should that creative possibility not occur. Um, and that's what they're looking at. They look at things in a very down-to-earth, very realistic um, way. They would rather look at the worst case scenario and vote for that than the possibilities and then obviously the perhaps the dangers that may be associated with the possibilities say if it doesn't go in the way anticipated or the best possible way. Um, so that's understandable because um, they have to look at it um, from that perspective too. Obviously from a family's perspective it's a miracle that you really want, that you're really calling on, hopefully, um, that would make sense. And so I think that that's what they're hoping for with this. So by going to the ECHR, of course, you know, the UK court, the Supreme Court holds the fight, still holds the final decision. Um, but the parents themselves are the parents and they're already getting other possible options from other countries and they're talking about taking the child out of the country. But where the case stays within the UK... Um, no matter what happens with the ECHR, it would be for the consideration of the UK court. But then again, as I say, it depends where the child is going to be. It depends what um, the, the parents decide and what they push for. Basically, this matter is really all about the parents and it's kind of them and them. Um, it might feel like it's them and the UK court, but it is really them and them. So it's good that they have pushed their own limits because their limit is being represented in the decision with the UK court. So they have pushed for the next possible um, level within their own uh, creative possibilities, their ideas and and what could come with this. So that is good. And of course, the UK court may be able to do that next, but it's still, unless they take them out of the court, unless they decide, unless that's allowed, basically the authority still falls with the UK court. It would be just a matter of their ability to take 
um, thinks forward or to understand from a new perspective, depending on what comes from um, the uh, interaction with the ECHR and the parents and the medical team. And of course, if anything happens with the little boy in this case during this time. So, um, yeah, so for me, obviously, shocking only because of, um, you know, the, the actual depth of detail feedback. But obviously, um, what they were doing was trying to minimise any kind of, like, really anything awful happening to the child. Because if the child is in a sedentary position, if the child can't move, I even mean, thinking about it from our own perspective, if we think about it from our perspective, like... Um, I'm dealing with a teenager right now who I'm trying to rehabilitate because of the time that she's spent with someone actually is to do with um, powers and principalities and authorities as well that made a, a bad or a poor decision. Um, but obviously, you know, we have to kind of do the best that we can with it and work with it. But it's had a result of meaning that every time, you know, my child comes to me, I've got to rehabilitate that child in order for the child to be able to go like even outside during the day or simple things, um, you know, the entire sleeping um, timing and all the rest of it has changed so much. Like when that person is with, when my child is with that person, their sleep pattern is all over the place. They're not getting sleep. They're not getting the right food, but that was actually chosen. So it goes to show you that, you know, um, these situations can be influenced by our local authorities, really bad and poor decisions can and be the outcome from these people we need to push past that and of course sovereignly that's quite different too because it's like well you know um yeah as a sovereign I have that ability to make decisions and certainly influence but there's also while we're realistic about being in the world there is the other realm the demonic realm and if someone else is in your union whether they think they're in it or not or they realistically they don't understand that they're part of it you know, another man or whatever, he's still bringing something to the table. He's still bringing the demonic to the table, which you have to work through. So, you know, nothing's quite that simple in terms of that. So any case, I do know to a certain extent what it's like that, you know, poor outcomes or decisions can be made by people like that. Even when it, it does seem like it's us and us, it's not just us and us, it's also the demonic realm as well as that awful care faith in God. But there is also that playing up against and interfering through other people as well and what they um, will bring to the table. Thankfully, obviously, that is a lot easier for sovereign level than it is perhaps for many other and many others, really, because it's all about our quality of... Um, interaction and reciprocity with God um, and people do not have that and they're stuck in a loop um, it can be very very difficult for them indeed to even see you know the wood from the trees so let's um, see what's going to come up um, further on today I just obviously am praying um, for that little one, any people, all people that are in a situation like that, you always hope for the best that they will receive a medical. But healing comes in many forms, um, and there is obviously the gift of death and resurrection as well, 
um, but obviously people would prefer it if they could live their best life um, in this time and uh, and see the miracle in terms of a recovery so in front of them and so to be able to see that and witness it in front of them that's not usually in the resurrection that's usually usually something they want to see happen before death even occurs in that way so um, let's see how things go many prayers for them and their situation okay but for all involved in it because they are all doing the best that they can from their vantage point okay so i'm going to go on to today's i just want to give you a positive that is a positive you know they're taking the next steps and seeing what they can do um so faith is inspired um something a little bit more light-hearted entirely um we were in Sainsbury's the other day and I had to do a double take. Like I actually found myself walking backwards to look at this person who seemed to be scrambling with a box, but that's all I could see. It's almost like the periphery, do you know what I mean? Like it was kind of like happening round about, but you don't really focus on that. So he's kind of like trying to get something open and he looked over to me and could see me staring at him with like, I was, oh my goodness. He looked like... I don't know if he was completely clean-shaven. I think he probably was. Like a clean-shaven version of Prince Harry, the way he used to be, in other words. I was, oh my goodness. He looks like Prince Harry. And my daughter thought I was seeing something else. She thought I said he looked like he was high. So our conversation, our understanding of what we were, you know, what we were saying, what was actually going on, was completely different in that moment in time when that happened. And because she was like, how would you know? And I'm, I'm saying, why? What? And I'm thinking, how on earth is she asking me that? Anyway. So, <clears throat> of course, they are, and he is like a figurehead. He is in an acting um, position and has met an actual actress. Um, and they're doing their own thing. But for me, it was just like, well, okay, my gosh. Um, relocation for the film I don't know for what's happening next in the life of Harry like here backing shelves in Sainsbury supermarket it was such a wonderful idea and um, you know I I don't know but it was just it was so lovely such a, a great vibe whoever that was anyway he carries himself in that kind of look just a lovely witty way but very down to earth in many ways too whoever that person is just such a, a lovely character around them as well a lovely kind of energy. Anyway, that aside, that happened. I was like, oh my gosh. So still don't have the answer as to what on earth happened there, but I just thought, come on, just let's get going. <laughs> and um, yeah, and went home. So maybe I was doing my mathematical mindset there, even although I'm like the fairy creative and very faithful in God maybe that's what was happening with me in that situation I do not know but I was just like right okay let's let's now get what we're getting and get back (laughs) so let's see what actually is coming up for today so we're looking at um Thursday the 4th I feel 10 but By the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain, but I laboured more abundantly than they all. 
yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Okay, my um, acquaintance or someone who I speak to who's connected with a church talked about this last night. And, you know, you're saying, what does your name mean? Does it mean grace? And I'm like, oh my goodness. Well, I guess it does in a roundabout way, but it obviously means Vicky the Victorious. So Vicky is Victorious. And Elizabeth, Ellie is um, God. And Beth is the house of. So Elizabeth is the house of God. Um, which we're all expected to be. We're all expected to be vessels, to be houses or beings where God can dwell. But for that to actually be successful, to be true, we really have to honestly accept Jesus. So the Vicky part is the victory. That is the actual acceptance of Jesus in our lives. So we truly are victorious with it. So um, that's what it means. Um, but anyway, he was talking about grace. So grace is a very individual thing. It depends on our, our relationship with God. So having that yes to God, being obedient, is where the victory's at, which takes me from being just an Elizabeth, a house of God or a potential house of God, one minute to the next to actually fully obedient, fully victorious and accepting truly Christ. That's kind of like going from the possibility of uh, the Judaic understanding to the actual reality of the full victory in Christ Jesus, the messianic, then therefore, and we, where we were fully the house of God. So you can understand that it's, it's going into real Christianity and not just Judaism, uh, the understanding of God without Jesus, which is just a very limited um, situation, as you can understand. Um, so therefore, there's big differences in, in grace as well and what can happen. Um, now, there, there was a situation, as we know, with the church, as some people heard. There was a kind of racist thing going on there and that was brought up about um, LA. I'm like, oh my gosh, look, it's, you know, it's time to kind of like, is it time to like walk out? You know what I mean? Um, I've got to be obedient to God. So that's where, you know, my victory in the grace comes from, is doing that. Um, so, you know, this is also what um, this person was asking. He's like, yeah, there is. There's grace, but grace is actually the ability to be able to do, to achieve, to accept Christ, yes. But also... Um, to know how to achieve better it's like it's not just grace for oh you didn't manage that we're going to gloss over it with some grace it's actually also but the grace will give you the ability to take it to the next um, step to be able to do even better so that works really well with me um, if I'm to hang back on that all the time and not take the next level and <clears throat> just say to the church all the time, okay, you don't take the next level, you don't take the next level, you never um, do better. We're not really going to get anywhere. So grace is a two-way thing. Yes, it can be for where people make, um, you know, or they don't do the best that they could, but they didn't do it on purpose, for example. Like there's mercy and stuff, like grace for things. So there's that. But then you have to take the next step. So I take it. I can't just stay on that one plateau level of like, just never, you know what I mean? That's why I am victorious. So if the church don't do the same, obviously they're not going to experience that level of grace. 
because they're not accepting Christ, they're not being obedient to Christ. So it's going to be a, dis- a huge disparity unless we move together in things. And that's what a sovereign does. <clears throat> um, it's just a fact. It's not something that you can just make happen. You can't just talk about it with, well, here are these laws. Now you heard something that come back like on the TV and stuff like that with regards to this because I was almost forced to have to see it or see different things on the TV whole load of stuff come on of course including what we talked about earlier on today and it's just like oh my gosh what on earth I'm not even gonna go there but people will try to make their own narrative with things and um what is in charge and it's like that is not it it's just not you're it's not from God and it's not in obedience to Christ it's not victorious this is this is um really what's happening and that's the way that it is. So yeah, the grace um does look different. It's not a grace, it's just like, okay, you just get to do X, Y, and Z. Um I don't know, that's really awful and that's it, and that's what it's not. Um that's not the way that it goes at all. Hmm. So, um, that is what I've got. It is true. It is, um, he has stated here, it doesn't just come, it comes through the work of the actual person, not efforting in terms of like um, dead works or things like that, but meaning the work, the highest form of work, which is the love of God. In other words, a personal path with God specifically. Like you can't get um, so caught up with the world and life that you forget God. That's when things go wrong or where you start to take that over mechanical or over mathematical or over um, regulated to an extreme. That is, these can all be helpful, but when it's to extreme, that's when, you know, you're being bound down in the demonic and you know, you're not really going to get anywhere. There needs to be a sane level of balance between these and the ability to take new steps with that creativity, which allows you to advance um, in the way. But it is about the relationship with God and that highest form of work is to love God. There's no higher work than that, no better work than that, than to love God, as we already know. And it says here in scripture too, so that's what's coming um, up today, and that is from chapter 15, verse 10. 1 Corinthians, chapter 15, verse 10. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God.